Hello and welcome to the Emmanuel Croydon podcast. At Emmanuel Croydon, we exist to be a community drawn together by our desire to know and follow Jesus. We long to become disciples of Jesus who are equipped to serve him in the whole of life, transforming families, communities and workplaces as we love God with heart, mind, soul and strength. We hope you enjoy this week's talk from the morning services. Thank you for joining us today. Grace and peace to you. Well, at least half the people in the room here were probably aware of that other proverb, not from the Bible, to do with tomatoes. Do you know what I'm talking about? A few people know what I'm talking about. Okay, being smart... Oh, hang on, yes, we have some answers over here. Some, yeah, possibly. Being smart is knowing that a tomato is a fruit. Being wise is not putting a tomato in a fruit salad. There we go. Did you know that actually, on that basis, because it contains... Because it's from the flower, because it contains seeds, also courgettes and avocados are also fruit. I'm just going to put that out there. There, there you go. Now, that's a, that's a silly example in many ways. But wisdom is about practical, good living. To be wise doesn't mean to pass all your exams at school, but it does require learning. And in fact, that's part of what we do as a church together. We meet together to learn the wise way of Jesus. And today, we're going to look at some nuggets of wisdom from the book of Proverbs Nuggets of gold, if you like, all about how we use our words. And this is what we're going to learn. Words heal, words hurt. Watch out for your words. Watch out for God's word. Okay, words heal. First of all, words heal. Now, in order to uh, just spice this up a little bit, we are going to uh, get a little bit of uh, audience participation. Uh, so, Charlotte, if, if you, Max and Rose, would like to come and join me uh, and come and stand here. Right, now, one of the wonderful things about the uh, book of Proverbs, there we go, is that um, it's full of um, sort of household illustrations, if you like. Right, so kids, this is what's going to happen. Uh, one of you is going to put this on mum, or mum may have to put that on herself, depending on how... Right, there we go. Right, very good. And once she's got it on, we're going to reveal what it is that we're going to give her to eat. Okay, and she's got to guess what it is. Okay, if she looks, yeah, suitably blinded. Okay, right. Now, uh, do you want to take that uh, that off? Yes. Now, don't don't say anything, yeah? So you show it to everyone else. Can you guys... Let's, let's see if we can hold it up. Okay, there we go. Everyone quiet, right? Everyone quiet. But we have noticed. If you were wondering why I'm slightly covered in um, flecks of um, silver today, this is the reason why. Okay, that's got a guessing. There we go. Right, now, uh, can you feed that to your mummy? All, all the way, all the way to her mouth, all the way to her mouth. She's got to guess what it is. Apple. Okay. <laughs> well, that's encouraging. Now, um, it, it is an apple. It is an apple. There's an extra d- dimension to this apple, isn't there? Okay. 
Um, do you think your mummy's going to guess what the extra part to this apple is? If she looked in the mirror right now, she would be able to guess. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. Be great for a night out. Okay. Right. Well, since, since you've lost it, here we go. This is, you, you, can, you can look now. You can look now. Yes, look at that. That is beautiful. That is a cake glitter apple. Fantastic. Well done. Very good. Should we give them a round of, round of applause? Well done. Right, I'm going to need your... Right, well done. Well done, guys. Absolutely superb. So, I'll take that. Uh, you guys can head down, because this is our first, our first illustration. Oh, no, 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 no showing, no showing, no showing. That's for the next lot. They've got to guess. Right, okay. Well done. Now... Why did I do that? First slide. Uh, if we can, move it on. Brilliant. Proverbs says, a word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in a setting of silver. Well, this is kind of an apple of silver. So uh, it's pretty close. Um, it's what the supermarket could yield yesterday. A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in a setting of silver. What does that mean? Well, it means that when you choose just the right word to say, it's just wonderful. I mean, did you see how Charlotte's face just lit up at the joy of eating a beautiful apple? Well, that's what it's like when you say just the right word. So this is all about timing. I wonder how your timing is with words. Perhaps you're really good at encouraging your mum at just the right time. You say, mum, I love you. Perhaps uh, you're really good with timing with your friends. You're speaking to them and things are going difficult. And you say to them, do you know what? You're doing great. You're doing great. A word fitly spoken. Perhaps your husband or your wife is sad. And you're just great at knowing the moment where you say, is there anything I can do to help? Uh, Perhaps you're great at picking up the phone because you realize someone is a bit lonely. And you can give them some words of assurance just being there. For them on the end. It's not easy, is it, to say the right word at the right time. It takes preparation, it takes attention. Sometimes we can't be bothered really to think about it, but it, it really it really works. And it starts right after this when we're all together. A word fitly spoken. See if you can fitly speak a word to someone today. Okay, so that's our first one. That's superb. Right now, uh, let's have uh, Sam and Eleni come and join join me. Done. Thank you very much. Okay. Very good. Right. Do, do come around here. Uh, very good. Now. Okay. Let's see what next. Now, don't open it until we... Yeah, no, Sam, up you come. Okay. And then you come this way. Well done. Well done. Okay. Right. Make sure he's, he's fully kind of invisible before we... Um... Okay. Here's the next one. What else does the Proverbs have to say about words? Right. Okay. Now. Now, okay, we can probably, let's see, it's probably sticky enough. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Do you think he's going to like this? I don't know. (laughs) Don't worry, he's your dad for the rest of your life. Okay, here we go. Here we go, right. That is honeycomb, yes? Superb, well done. <laughs> well done. 
Very nicely done. I did ask you if you were gastronomically robust beforehand. <laughs> but that was very good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. We'll give these guys a round of applause. <laughs> okay, next slide, please. Next slide. Gracious words are a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and healing to the bones. Another reason why words heal is they can be gracious. Gracious words are just really, really kind words. Um, you know, your sister's toy is broken. And you go and say, oh, I'm really sorry your toy is broken. Here, do you want to play with mine? Kind. The person that you love has just made a mistake. They've just got a parking fine. And the money's going to come out of your joint account. And then there's the extra admin of having to deal with it. And you're gracious. Oh, I'm so sorry. It could easily have happened to me. I'm sure that's exactly what you say in your household. <laughs> it's hard, isn't it, to be gracious when, particularly when other people's mistakes are, are, you know, costing you money or time or whatever. Can you offer them something sweet? Okay, words heal. Now, uh, for the next point, uh, before we reveal, um, I, 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 I'm going to share my favourite food here. Now, um, okay, Maddie and Jake, would you just come up and uh, join us here? Now, this, this is absolutely just something else. It's just phenomenal. Right, who's feeding who? Yeah, Maddie, you're being fed. Right, okay. Yeah, well done. Okay, so this is just, I mean, the world has nothing richer or kind of... Um, more delicious to offer than what you are about to consume here, Maddie. Okay, so, um, right, are you, yes, good, okay. Yes, yes, just, just give a quick, yep, there we go, there we go. It looks inviting, but that's nothing compared to the taste. Right, okay, here we go, here we go. I, I swear, this is my, genuinely my favourite food. Just, just, just waft, yeah, just waft a little bit to begin with, just, just waft. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. She's. She's. You can see. Yep. She's loving that. That's really, actually, that's really gone down very, very well. It's just the body language that just speaks of delight and and kind of joy. Yeah. Uh, the, the, yeah. So, Maddie, what do you think that was? Was it anchovies? It was all... That's very, very close. It's very, very close. You may have... It was quite strong. I can smell it here right now. Um, uh, it, it wasn't uh, anchovies. You're very close. You've got one more guess. Think with a maritime theme. Very close. Pickled herring. Well done, well done. It is superb, absolutely superb. Well done, well done. Okay. <laughs> Very good. Thank you so much. We'll give him a, a round of applause. Well done. Thank you so much. Okay. Right. Now, why did I say that? Next slide. Because words can hurt. Words can hurt. And the Bible says this. Next slide. It says... The words of a gossip are like choice morsels. They go down to the inmost parts. 
Maddie was a great sport there. We watched the joy of the uh, pickled herring really go down to her inmost parts. That profound citric acid hit really just shuddering her whole body. Uh, that's, what, that's what they're like, words as well, isn't it? Sometimes they seem very tasty, particularly gossip. Gossip is when we, rumors, you know, often things that are not necessarily true or that we don't know are true, things that are probably going to make someone else look not so good. And we talk to one another about that person and say things that we probably wouldn't say if they were around. And initially it's tasty. We love exchanging that gossip. But it gets inside of us. It goes down to the inmost parts and it doesn't do us any good. You don't have to use bad words for gossip. Let's be clear. You can say just the right kind of apparently good words and yet still it's hurtful. So words can hurt. Here's a challenge, and this is, I'm, I'm setting myself this challenge as well, to combat gossip. Can you resolve, for this from now to Christmas, not to say anything about someone away from them that you wouldn't be prepared to say in front of them? That's a great way of thinking, is this gossip or not? There we go. Here's another verse, lovely little uh, nugget from uh, uh, Proverbs. Next verse, please. A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. It's true, isn't it? Words can hurt. Um, it, it reminds us that we have options in a disagreement. Uh, sometimes a gentle answer, a gentle word is just what we need. But the wrong word at the wrong time can really just you know, ignite So perhaps you've got a little ember of a disagreement happening with a friend. And then you say, well, at least I'm not a so-and-so. And And then the whole thing just blows up like a massive fire, nuclear explosion. So uh, words can hurt. Next, third point, watch your words. Watch your words. And for this, Andrew, I'm going to need you. Uh, Right, last one. Yeah, you, you bring that up. Okay, let's, let's put it down here. Right. Okay. All right, if you would put that up, please. Okay. Watch your words. Right. <laughs> okay. Ready? Yep. Right, I'm just going to uh, reveal. Oh, hang on. Sorry. Uh, hang on. Um. Oh, no, sorry, sorry, I remember. Yes, actually, that's the point. Nothing. No, you can take it off. You can take it off. No, (laughs) no food, nothing there. Because sometimes what we need to do is keep our mouths shut. Let nothing go in. Let nothing go out. Proverbs has a lot to say about that. Thank you so much, Andrew. Um, All right, next slide. Next slide. Whoever keeps his mouth and his tongue keeps himself out of trouble. You know, we live in a world in which we tell a lot, we we say a lot about letting it all hang out and being honest and being truthful, and that's all great. The Proverbs has a lot to say about actually not speaking at certain times. Because we always have the option not to say something. And sometimes it goes a lot better when we do. Do you ever find yourself in an escalating conflict? You could not say anything rather than stoke the fires. Here's another verse which I think is a great one to remember. A fool gives full vent to his spirit, but a wise man quietly holds it back. I remember a recent uh, 
PCC meeting that I was at, and I gave full vent to my spirit in one moment, and then I had to apologize the next time for what I'd done, because I just wasn't, I wasn't prepared to control my words. Restraint is helpful. So, thank you. Next slide. Watch out for your words. Watch your words. And then finally, finally, watch out for God's word. Next slide. Watch out for God's words. Next slide. Here, this is a lovely, uh, a lovely verse. It talks about uh, the word of God as a shield. Every word of God is flawless. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. I don't know about you, but all this talk of controlling my tongue, it can be exhausting, can't it? Man, goodness me, I'm going to get this wrong. By the, time I've, by the time the day's over, I will have done so much wrong. If all the Bible has to say is try harder to say the right thing, that's exhausting. But the wonderful thing that the Bible says to us is, you will mess up with your words. You will mess up with your words by the end of today. But the Lord never messes up his words. His words are flawless, without mistake. He never says the wrong thing. And so when we can't do better, God has done better. He heals our sorrows and our wounds. His word never hurts us. He says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. Perhaps you've got your own favorite memory verses that you remember. Or there's that place where it says, don't worry, saying, what should we eat or what should we drink? What should we wear? The pagans run after these things and your heavenly father knows that you need them, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. There are just some of those memory verses that we love to remind ourselves of. The flawless word of God that keeps us going. But let's be careful, because even as God's word is a shield, we need to not confuse it. The next verse after this goes as follows. It says, do not add to his words, or he will rebuke you and prove you a liar. Because God's word is so precious, we don't want to be adding to it or taking things away from it. Next slide. But let's remember instead that every word of God is flawless. He's a shield to those who take refuge in him. One last story as we wrap up. I was with my mum and dad uh, yesterday afternoon. And uh, they're not very well, either of them, anymore. And um, it's a tough situation at home. Um, And we sat down, we chatted a bit about their medical appointments and so forth. And then I said, "Shall shall we read some of God's word? What should we read? And we agreed that we would read Psalm 121. It's a great psalm. You go home, you check it out. I lift my eyes to the hills from where my help comes from. And uh, my mum said to me, oh, I love that psalm. My mother used to read that psalm. She used to read it to herself, for herself, and she used to read it to us as well as the family. And it was wonderful at that moment to read them the psalm that they knew so well They could have repeated it before I got there because it has made its way all the way into their soul. It was a great example to me. It was a real encouragement to me, actually, of the truth of this word. Every word of God is flawless. He's a shield to those who take refuge in him. And my mom and dad taking refuge in him. And I pray that you have words of God, flawless words of God, that you are able to take refuge in yourself. Okay, with many thanks to uh, my assistants, Uh, let's wrap up and let's pray. Let's pray. 
Heavenly Father, we thank you for the power of words. Thank you for the great good that our words can do. Help us to offer words like a honeycomb, words like a golden apple in a setting of silver today. Lord, save us from gossip. Save us from saying the wrong word that would stir up an argument. Lord, teach us what it means to be patient and not to speak when actually silence and quietness is better. And Heavenly Father, let your word, let your word echo in our minds and our hearts. Thank you for your flawless word that assures us of your forgiveness and your love for us, even when we fail to use our own words well. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Emmanuel Croydon podcast. For more information about our church and everything we have going on, visit our website, emmanuelcroydon.org.uk. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram to see and hear what's going on in the life of our church. God bless you and have a wonderful week. Thank you.